I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey everybody, this is Scott and uh, this is The Diary. Welcome back to The Diary. I wanted to just jump straight into what we're talking about today. What's on my mind one of my chief interaction tools of the last, geez, how long has it been? Let's see, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So that would be 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Is that 15 years of Twitter? Wait, not quite. Anyway, um, it's been a bit uh, of time with that thing. I signed up the year it came out and uh, have used it pretty consistently throughout the the intervening years, which were a big deal for me. Um, it kind of represents the entirety of my full-timeness as a content creator. It was right around then that things really took off. So <clears throat> it became this tool where I could actually uh, reach out and talk to listeners, fans, people, whoever, and create relationships and maintain those relationships. And it was a pretty important part of that. And it worked really, I, I think, pretty well for that. I mean, I got my problems with Twitter. I always have had issues, uh, like most of us do. But for the most part, it was, uh, you know, a reliable way for me to communicate and to kind of create some community around it. And it kind of became my de facto way of doing that. So on shows, you'd hear me say all the time, hey, follow us on Twitter. And, you know, everybody did this, too, because it just kind of became an anchor point where you could say, hey, are you looking for quick access to more of what we do or finding out what's going on or whatever. It's just easy to send somebody to your, uh, to your Twitter account. It was out, it was often more engagement there than if I just put out websites or certainly other social platforms. You don't, you know, usually don't say, look, look for me on Facebook. You don't, it's just not a thing you did, but Twitter became the natural thing in the podcasting world. And so that's what I did. Well, uh, that's still true. It hasn't technically really changed, but this Elon Musk buying Twitter for $44 billion and then it kind of <laughs> imploding on him a little bit in the last week uh, has got me thinking about the current state of the internet as a tool to engage with others and what we, the people who do it should expect from the platform or any platform for that matter. Um, it hadn't occurred to me quite, I, I don't know, this, this whole mess has a way of making you rethink your relationship with things. And it hadn't really occurred to me previous to this that, uh, you know, how, how much of the product we are, we're literally the product on that otherwise free site. And so there's a bit of a kerfuffle right now because uh, apparently based on leaked memos and other stuff that Musk himself has said publicly, they're going to put a $8 a month uh, verification service fee in place. So if you want to retain your verification status or have verification status at all, a.k.a. little blue check mark, 
according to the leaked memos, um, you'll have you'll only have to pay eight bucks to do that, and you don't actually have to prove who you are or provide any ID or or any other methods to verify who you are. So it's kind of going. It's not really verification moving forward. It's more just a paid clout uh, clout symbol, I suppose. Um, which is kind of I've said this before. It's kind of Twitter's fault. Because for years, uh, the verification thing, they were very slow to roll out or to make available to everyone. It was really just like, a, eh, well, we, we know this guy at the New York Times is real. We'll give it to him. We know this guy at Fox News is real. We'll give it to him. So, you know, journalists, politicians, uh, celebrities would get this symbol to say, yes, they're, they are verified as to who they say they are. Um, which creates two things. One, uh, the notoriety is correct and correctly applied. And two, you can hold them to account more because, you know, they, they are who they are. So what they say, they say, and you can hold them to account for what they say, uh, both good and bad. So, so it seemed reasonable to me that they should have very much faster than they have. They should have rolled out a way for just everybody to do verification, driver's license, government ID. I don't know what, I don't know what it is. Most places do something similar to that when they're doing verification. They should have made that available because what happened in the intervening time is everybody started to see the blue check as a status symbol, purely a clout badge, not a verification. And what tells me that that's still true or that they, they're fine, just they're going to embrace that is that they're going to want to now charge you to retain that thing or to buy it in general, and they don't care who you are. They just want the eight bucks a month, and that's fine, but don't call it verification anymore. Call it something else because literally it loses all, all of its meaning if it's no longer helping you verify the author of the content you're receiving. Um, I think that's just a, that's a recipe for chaos, and it's going to get real weird in there. Um. But also this move toward uh, just free for all, say what you want, doesn't matter how awful or hateful or insightful or whatever um, is scaring off advertisers because they don't want to be associated with it. You don't want to be nestled between two tweets, uh, the one on top saying the uh, the the Holocaust was faked and the Jews are in charge of everything and then below your ad for Pizza Hut, you've got um, another post that uses the N-word seven times. Like, I don't think they're going to want to hang around for that. And some have already bailed. Um, Musk is blaming it on what he calls activists who are scaring them away. But uh, that tells me he's just not taking responsibility for it. Plus, just like two days ago, he posted some false information about that Paul Pelosi attack. And, you know, love or hate the Pelosi's, it, it was horseshit and he deleted it, but you know, he's not helping the situation, <laughs> his own, his own situation. So anyway, um, the reason I'm bringing all this up is it all had a way of making me just kind of jolt me out of my uh, usual routine and make me think harder and longer about what social media is and what our role is in it as users of it, consumers of it, creators on it, that sort of stuff. Um, because the simple truth is this, if, uh, you know, some people see it as, as necessary, right? 
It has to be there. You can't, the, the, it's too big to go away. You can't have the internet without, without Twitter or without Facebook or whatever. And I just think that's patently untrue. You absolutely could. We, we went for hundreds of thousands of human years without it. We went, uh, even in the tech world, we've only had it for less than 15. So, you know, this weird concept that we can't live without it is, I think, a little insane. Um, and the truth of it is, this would never happen. The probability is pretty low. But, you know, if suddenly tomorrow everyone just said, eh, I'm not using it anymore, and they just logged out and we're done, they didn't look at the app, deleted the app, just went, that's it, I'm done. Um, there is no, that's, that's it. It's over. There's no Twitter. <laughs> well, why? Like, you could say that everybody could uninstall, I don't know, Yahoo News or something. I can't think of a better example at the moment. But that doesn't mean Yahoo News wouldn't still be there. They'd still be there. There's still, they're still content. We're the content. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are the ones. For good, for ill, for everything in between. Every, every character typed on that freaking service is us and that's it and i'm this isn't me going yeah man power to the people take it back screw the corporate i'm not saying that i'm saying that that is just simply the truth you pull the plug tomorrow which means we all don't post twitter ceases to exist musk is out 40 billion dollars uh everybody moves on that's a very vicarious position i think and i don't think he thought that through um because we're already seeing that even when chunks leave it or even certain individuals say, yeah, I'm out of here. I'll, I'll see you. I'm over on counter social or I'm on, you know, uh, Mastodon or I'm, I'm going to be on Facebook or whatever their thing is. Um, massive amounts of people follow those people over there. And this advertiser thing where they're bailing because of content, um, restriction loosening, uh, isn't surprising to me. And to me, it's a free market move. Why wouldn't you? You know, why if you're, I keep using Pizza Hut. I don't know if they have anything to do with this, but let's just say Pizza Hut bails because of this. I mean, wouldn't you, if you were them, you don't want to be associated with what essentially is, you know, a downward spiral into sort of 4chan land. Nobody's chomping at the bit to run ads for Pizza Hut on 4chan. Well, why? <laughs> I don't have to answer that for you. It's easy to answer it. So without content moderation of some sort, you are going to scare off your advertisers. And that is not some kind of weird political move. That's advertisers going, yeah, we're not going to make any money by advertising to this group, uh, or we're going to lose money on other areas because we're backing a service that's, you know, going to allow this kind of content. We don't want to be associated with it. We can spend our dollars somewhere else. That's the most free market ass thing I've ever heard. So don't come at me with your freaking moaning and groaning. It's just part of a big conspiracy cabal to take down free speech. F off. First of all, you don't understand what free speech is. Go back to school, spend a little more time listening, and you figure out what free speech is. I just don't know. I don't get how people want it both ways. They want free market and they want free speech. Well, the marketplace isn't where that's supposed to be applied. Sorry. Most of those rules are off. Okay. And Twitter is not some place where the sacred, uh, the sacred right of one's uh, ability to drop the, the N-word 
12 times a day. That's my sacred God-given right. No, it isn't. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's Twitter. It's a company. It's, it's, it's not. It's not that. It's never, it was never that. And you can keep on thinking it is or wanting it to be. It isn't. Plus, you have other places to go, dude. Go to that truth, truth social thing or the parlor or whatever. Go to, I mean, parlor's owned by Kanye, right? Go do that. That's cool, man. Rap and hip-hop and all that, man. Get in there. Get that parlor going on. Um, anyway, if, you're, if you want to know what I'm doing, so I'm still posting on Twitter, and I probably will until, I don't know, something, something real nasty would have to go down. I am not paying the $8 a month out of principle to maintain my, my verified status. Uh, if it's a free for all where any bot in the world can just sign up for eight bucks and now, uh, can pretend like they're verified. Uh, sorry, I'm not interested in that world at all. They can, you can have my, you can have my avatar without the blue check. You know who I am. We're all friends here. <laughs> but in the meantime, I've decided that, you know what, why, why, why so many eggs in that basket? Why not try to communicate where people are, no matter where they are? So I am on counter social now. I have an account that I, and I've always had one on Facebook and I'm going to be posting to it more. I've got uh, more going on over at um, stimulus.com, which I kind of like. It's basically green Twitter. Um, what's the other ones? Uh, I post on TikTok. I post on Instagram. I post on all kinds of places and all. And I have problems with a lot of these. Like all of them have their issues. But I just realized, wait a minute, why am I so worried about them? They should be worried about me, <laughs> you know? And I'm nobody. I'm just a little dinky water splash. But my point is the same. The principle is the same. I'm just going to put stuff wherever I freaking feel like it. And if it's if my stuff can go where, where, where I want to put it, then fine, I'll put it there. There's no relationship here except with you. And with other people I want to, I want to congregate with. It's got nothing to, I don't, Twitter's no longer at the table. Facebook's not at my table. You know, Discord's changed a lot of this as well, which is almost like a swing back to the way we used to do forums and stuff. You know, more private moderated stuff. Reddit was already, you know, for the, for all the issues Reddit might have, Reddit already does this better than any of them, I think, but with subreddits and content moderation subreddits have mods and those mods have rules about their subreddit they can't tell another subreddit what to do but they can enforce those rules within theirs and if you want to be a part of theirs well here are the rules you want to be in my house take shoes off you want to be in my house don't shit on the carpet you know whatever the rule may be them's the rules and i like that i like that you know and that's all this ever was. This idea that Twitter is held to some other higher standard is bullcrap. It's just bullcrap. They're no different than anything else. Sure, it's a, you know, it's a big popular thing with tons of people, so, you know, there there's value in that certainly. Obviously, wouldn't be for, worth 44 billion to Dingus there for, if it if it wasn't. But um why he keeps trying to set it on fire i don't know maybe there's another reason here and i'm not i don't want to get conspiratorial but maybe there's maybe there's some other thing at play like you spend that money and then you immediately turn around and go 
Uh, I would like to formally uh, file this request with the court of whatever's. And uh, the, the deal is I was misled. Twitter's mess. Uh, it's horrible. It's awful. I, I, I need to now rescind the thing. And now it's going to get bailed out. And they just fold Twitter and sell off assets or something. I don't know. I mean, see, again, not really a conspiratorial person, but there's a tiny piece of me that's like, what is he doing? Why would you self-sabotage the most expensive social media tech acquisition of all time? Why would you do that? I don't know if I know the answers, but I do, I do have the questions. I think that's at least fair to ask them. No one's going to answer them, though. Anyway, my point is, I'm posting everywhere. Will one turn out to be the big winner? No, I don't care. Just want to post where people go. I want to create content and put it out. I want people to discover it. However that happens. If it's got to be the old-fashioned way when I started doing this, fine. If it can be with the aid of tools and stuff, great. If I have to see a Pizza Hut ad every once in a while, that's fine. But I'm changing the relationship. I don't I no longer want to feel beholden to the platform. F that. Going back to like, it's the internet. Why are we all, why are we all stuck in that AOL hole as a metaphor? Why are we stuck in AOL-like situations? Why are we doing that to ourselves? We already know that was a bad idea. Closed garden internet stuff's a bad idea. It doesn't work and it doesn't last. So why are we doing it to ourselves again? And we're doing it in multi- on multiple fronts and everybody thinks they're in the right one. Why are you in any of them? Or, or moreover, why aren't you above all of it and saying, well, yeah, I'm going to take advantage of all your services and do them, but I'm, I'm calling the shots. That's where my head's at. I'd love to hear your take. What do you think? Now, there's cool, this, here's the cool news. You want the good news? Here's the good news. There's two ways to let me know what you think. Well, there's a bunch of ways, but here are the two main ways. You can email me, scott.internet at gmail.com, or you can grab your phone, same one you use Twitter on, and do this. Send me a text, 801-471-0462, 801-471-0462. I said that slow so you'd write it down. Put that on your... Uh, on your phone and text me anytime shorter means more likely to get read by the way just putting that out there but i check those all the time so i like to read them on shows anyway uh, anyway let me know what you think and um we'll talk about it on the air okay all right that's it for today's diary hope you're all doing good i got a three-year-old upstairs waiting for me to hang out with him he's doing the some early uh christmas stuff and he's super into it so we are as a result super into it as well we're doing it all for the kiddo. And I know a lot of people are like, man, we're bare- it's like three days into November and you're already doing Christmas stuff. Hey, what are you going to do? You're going to try to stop me? You're going you're gonna to tr- put your foot out and trip me and have me land face first in the mud? No, sir. I'm doing what I want to do. It's Christmas time early in the Johnson house. All right. That's it. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out. And uh, YouTube, thanks for watching this video. I'm starting to put these up there. I hope you appreciate them. We'll see you next time.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.